Since the dawn of time, mankind has searched for ways to shelter themselves from the elements. Over the centuries, these shelters have evolved from bamboo huts to concrete towers. The last few years, there's been a push to save the planet. Are you ready to embark on a more sustainable lifestyle? Look no further. You're about to enter the adventures of container home living. And now, contractor, radio and TV personality, and your host for Boxcar Universe, Steve Dubell. Hi, I'm Steve Dubell, host of Boxcar Universe, along with my co-host, Mel Alva. And here's what's coming up on this week's edition of Boxcar Universe. We're talking with Andy Hobaika from Hobaika Services. If you're looking for a new AC and plumbing company to call when needed, Hobaika is your company. Need an AC tune-up before the summer gets here? Hobaika is the company to call. All that and more on this week's edition of Boxcar Universe, your home for containers, sustainable lifestyle living, and with my beautiful new co-host Mel Alves here with her new do. That's right. <laughs> She's looking really fine. How are you today, Mel? Thanks, Steve. I'm doing great. Yep. Decided to uh, go a little shorter with the do, so. That's okay. We're yes. calling it a shag. They call it a shag? My, oh. my son said that I looked like Miley Cyrus, so I'm like, <laughs> I, I think I can rock the rocker look, you know, runs in the blood. Why not? All right. Rock All it right. out. Colin, we're in celebrity company today. This is true. <laughs> well, you know, you always are every day. But that's right. <laughs> that's between us. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. Before we get started, uh, we want to just touch base a little bit. You know, um, this is uh, a fundraiser that uh, we are intricately involved with. And that was with Family Promise, who you may have caught one of our earlier shows. Uh, Ted Taylor is the CEO, was here, and we're talking about the new container villages that are going to be constructed, six of them around the valley for uh, homeless people, specifically uh, women, homeless women with children. And on um, every time when I think about this, I'm looking forward to the fundraiser this evening and meeting a lot of the people that are involved in, in making this happen. Because, you know, uh, when uh, Ted was here on the show and he explained exactly what he did along with our builder, Carl Faust from IMS Builders. Um, it was something that just really moved me that I, I, if everyone in the world, in, or at least in the country, was doing what what uh, Family Promise is doing, there would be a whole, the homeless population would be a lot less. Oh, gosh, agreed. And not only that, just helping women to get back on their feet. I mean, a lot of these women are having, you know, kids right out of high school and maybe they're, you know, in a bad situation with, you know, within a marriage, whatever the reason is, um, you know, it could be substance abuse, but to help them rehab. And I think most women, you know, don't reach out for help because when they have children, they're afraid that their kids are going to be taken away. Right. I know that we had that conversation with him, uh, when they were here and it's so touching to me, um, you know, in my past, Steve, you know, that I used to volunteer a lot of my time and, you know, whether it's, a with the youth at risk or, um, you know, moms, I just, uh, it's near and dear to my heart, but, uh, I want to tell you something that happened and I know God does everything for a reason. And, uh, I met a woman, um, who, uh, is, is cleaning. She has her own business and, um, had her, uh, clean my units and, uh, we got to talking today and I explained to her what was going on. And what did Ted say that, you know, they are giving these women jobs and they're cleaning, you know, that that's the number one thing that they can have them start. You know, this is your job. You're going to do this, whether it's the church, the, you know, the, I don't know, you know, what areas they have there, but I started talking to her about it. And she said that she was looking to expand you know, her business and, oh my gosh, the goosies just started rising. And I was like, oh man, you know, you're placed in like situations for a reason to connect people, to create those, you know, um, relationships that otherwise would not exist. And when I started telling her about it, she got pretty emotional and she has a story also. Yeah, huh? And how she started her business. And I was like, okay, God. 
like, but you know, you you kind of resist it sometimes, and then you're like, "Why me? I don't understand this. Pick somebody else." But uh, we'll see. If it was that your leads. call. Yeah, we'll see if that leads to anything. But um, you know, just really beautiful um, coincidence, I guess. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's yeah. really great. But it they're they're doing some really great work, and uh, we're looking forward to covering the. Uh, you know, the building from the, from the, as soon as the containers arrive, when we're starting that, starting the build on that, as well as the infrastructure that's going to be done over on 59th Avenue and Bethany home. That's going to be the first six building, um, village that they're going to be building. So, uh, it's, it's going to be a thrill. I'm looking forward to the event tonight and, uh, we'll have plenty of pictures to post online. Uh, also if you are a, a viewer of Instagram, you will see the PSA that Mel and I have done on uh, Boxcar Universe on our Instagram page. So make sure you check that out. You could see the story of one of the testimonials from one of the people that Family Promise has helped her and her family. And uh, it's uh, it's pretty emotional and it, it will touch your heart. So if you want to be able to help them, you could always go to familypromiseaz.org and check out the website and make a donation and do something for a good cause for uh, some people that really could use your help. And uh, we're there always in our prayers. We really, we really appreciate the work that they do. But let's talk a little bit about, you know, Mel, it's warming up. It's getting to be in the 80s. And, I wouldn't uh, know it by today. I mean. Well, yeah, today was a little windy. <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, I got a couple of, you were talking about wind this morning. The wind was just blowing me a little bit on the freeway. And it was just like, um, what happened to the 80 degree golf day from yesterday? I mean, right. you know, that, that's where beautiful. I should have been on the fairway yesterday, Yeah. but, uh, it's, it went, summer's coming. And, you know, one of the things that a lot of people do is they, you know, procrastinate. I guess that's just something that humans do. They procrastinate and they, they don't remember that last year that their air conditioning was like on its dying leg, but yet they got into October and then all of a sudden I'm like, Oh, it'll work on heat when they do, when they reverse the, the heat pump, it'll work on heat for the winter. But now summer's coming again, you know, and those 120 degree days are here and you know, um, you better do something quick and you better get a tune up quick. And there's no other person that I think you should call is Andy Hobika from Hobika services. You like and a Hobika. You'll like a Hobika. And Andy's here with us today. Andy, thanks for being on the show today. Welcome. First time on Boxcar Universe. First time, Steve. First time on a podcast. You're, uh, you're, you're breaking my debut here and, uh, I appreciate it, Steve. We'll, good we'll break. So we'll break you. Don't worry. First. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. How many times we're can you first. say we're his first? Oh my God. Beep. Now, now I don't want anybody to go like in, put their mind in the gutter now. So you just make sure that you keep your mind on Steve. On Steve, I, I have two children, Steve. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, good. Steve. Keep it clean. So anyway, uh, Andy, tell us a little bit about Hobika. Sure. Um, so. Hobika Services, um, oldest family-owned air conditioning company here in Arizona, still owned by the family today. Um, my grandfather, um, his his family imported over here from uh, Lebanon, and he was actually born on the way to the United States in Cuba. Um, his dad had some coughing problems uh, and, you know, dry cough, and the doctor had said, you know, I recommend going to a drier climate. Gave him a couple options, and they ended up coming to Phoenix, Arizona. And Phoenix, Arizona was a very small population back mm -hmm. then, you know. So he grew up in Phoenix. He went to St. Mary's grade school and high school. Oh, wow. And in his junior year at St. Mary's grade school, he got drafted into World War II. So um, my grandfather's in World War II, you know, had a, had a lot of stories. I've heard them all. Um, passed away about five or six years ago, but... He was in World War II and, um, you know, Battle of the Bulge, Saving Private Ryan beach scene. He was right. there. He actually took me and my brother to go see that movie in the early 2000s to show us what he went through and wow. all the friends he had lost. And he said, you see that? See all that? That happened. I was there and I lost all my friends in a matter of seconds. Oh, wow. So you, you really feel it and like, you know, the, the, the hardship that he went through. Um, he got out of the World War II and he took his GI Bill, went to Phoenix College and he wanted to become an electrician. So he met with the counselor and said, you know, I'd like to get into electrical school. And he says, well, Paul, the electrical school's full. Can't get you in this semester. You're going to have to come back. Otherwise, I can offer one other option for you. It's a new and upcoming field called refrigeration. And you can learn that. And you'll learn a little bit of electrical while you're in there. 
He says, okay, you know, I'll try that out. So he did it, learned a little bit, refrigeration, got out. He worked for some small companies and he thought to himself and said, you know, I'm, I'm working hard seven days a week, you know, eight hour weeks. Where's all this money? You know, where, where's it all going? So he's like, you know what? I'm, uh, um, I'm going to start my own thing. He said, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. So he lived, uh, the house is still owned by one of the brothers today, one of my dad's brothers, Mike, but over on like 7th and uh, Northern, he bought that house and out of his garage, he started Hobika Services, or Hobika's Refrigeration at the time in 1952. My grandma was, was his receptionist and they had a boatload of kids that created an employee force. Well, wow. wow. nothing like having yeah. family what involved in the business. Story. Yeah. And as years, as years went by, guess what happened? Air, the, you know, everybody yeah. started saying, hey, let's have air conditioning, you yeah, know, yeah, and I, like we had said, you know, a, yeah, and we talk about it every now and then, you know, the the old way to keep buildings cool here was, you know, wet your burlap sack, hang it in the window and let the wind blow it in. And mm-hmm. there's your made, you know, homemade evap cooler. But that <laughs> that went out the window when air conditioning was uh, invented. It's funny you say that, Steve, because he would always say when he was a child, you know, in grade school. You know, growing up in the Depression, um, everyone had that Arizona room. And this is where Arizona rooms came and, like, you know, got their name. People really don't know. It was a room on the end of the house, had no attic to it, and had no windows. They were just basically screens for the windows. And you would sleep on the porch at night with a fan, and everyone had a wet blanket. And that's how you stayed comfortable, Steve. Right. Well, they actually, uh, right off of Roosevelt, um, a while back, I did a, a renovation for some clients and they were two duplexes and they each have their own sleeping porch. And they had wow. created those houses back in the day for like railroad, you know, workers, things like that. And they would, they call them sleeping porches. So like wow. if you go down to the historic society, they don't want you changing any of that, especially because it was right on the front of the house. Mm-hmm. Right. But they would, they would sleep outside. Yeah. Same it's crazy. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> so interesting. Now, now we all have to have 74 degrees at our homes at night. Right. <laughs> right. Right. It's just like, you know, what, what are you talking about? Sleep outside? What First you, world problems. What people. are you crazy? No, it's crazy. All right. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to talk more with uh, Andy Hobika and his great company, Hobika Services. And, you know, you'll hear us say throughout the show, one of Andy's favorite sayings, you remember, you like a Hobika. And you surely will. So stay tuned. We're going to get into the air conditioning and the other aspects of his business, including, you know, that that one word that some people just dread, plumbing. And plumbing could cause you um, a lot of heartache as well, besides your air conditioning going out. So I want everybody to stay tuned. We're going to have some tips for you to make sure that you stay, uh, your home stays healthy, both air conditioning, plumbing, and that one thing that you just want to touch on also Wine cellars, which was always good. Mel, we have to we have to pick his brain about wine oh, cellars. Dude. So we'll talk about that just as soon as we get right back. And you're listening to Boxcar Universe. Don't go away. Alva with Alva Interiors and co-host of Boxcar Universe. As a professional interior designer with over 22 years experience, I'm excited to bring my knowledge to the Boxcar Universe show. As a full-service interior design studio, we see your designs from the conceptual phase through to the styling and furnishing of your home. At Alva Interiors, our team approaches every design project with a fashion meets design sense to execute timeless interiors style that makes a statement. You can find us on the web at alvainteriorsaz.com, on Facebook at alvainteriorsaz, and on Instagram at alvainteriors. All right, we are back, and you're listening to Boxcar Universe, and you know, for all listeners out there who are wondering, you know, Boxcar Universe, what is that? You know, we talk a lot about container homes and uh, containers uh, that are used for both homes and businesses, as well as the sustainable lifestyle living that is part of that whole concept. And, you know, we've got our uh, chosen millennials that we'll have on the air again. We had on from past shows. And the, the idea of having a container home 
and the way it it's used in contrast to a regular, you know, traditional home where people get into 30 year mortgages uh, is like unheard of in the younger generation. I think Colin will 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 say a lot for that. He'll probably agree with us on that. That's right. But he, he's shaking his head. Colin's our producer, by the way. That's right. <laughs> anyway, let's get back into talking with Andy Hobika from Hobika Services is here. And, you know, uh, we uh, before we went to break, I uh, mentioned that, you know, a lot of people, sometimes they just think that that unit will always keep running and it doesn't require service. And it's like everything in your home requires servicing. And you wouldn't want to, in Arizona, you do not, screw around with not getting your air conditioning checked and get a tune-up in the spring. That is right, Steve. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just amazing. And if you think about it, um, you know, I think if, if, if people have blown by it and said, no, I don't, I, you know, I don't need one. Yeah, I want to spend the money. You know, it's not worth it. Think about July or August here in Arizona or anywhere in the Southwest when temperatures get up over 110 and then you'll remember, and you'll be kicking yourself. Why didn't I call Habika and get a tune-up like, like Steve and Andy and Mel were talking about? So, tell us a little bit about what, what, uh, why that's so important. Well, Steve, like you said, a lot of people put it on the back burner, and then summer comes around, and they go to turn on their AC system, and you know what? It's not blowing cold. So what do they do? Uh, you know, who are we going to call? Either the person that serviced it last or whoever's on Google. And you know what? I'm proud to say that we're in the top three of most Google reviews out of anybody in Arizona, 4.9 star rating with over 4,000 reviews with no complaints on the Better Business Bureau. And that's my uh, claim to fame. Um, no one our size has zero, so it's good for us. Uh, but you know, if you haven't had it checked out, you can call into Hobica and you can ask for the new customer special. It's $19.52, Steve, and it's because we opened in 1952. We can come out. We can do a full inspection on the, on, on the cooling system, make sure it's ready for the summer. Maybe you just need a little bit of Freon. Maybe you just need a little you know, capacitor, a little part, or maybe it's time to have it replaced. And the thing is, is we're, we're, we're just there to educate. Benefit with Hobike is I pay none of my technicians on commission. So they come out to your house. They're going to do a full inspection. They're getting paid hourly to make you happy and talk to you and then educate you on different ideas that we can do with you. Yeah. I think that's so important because, you know, a lot of times I remember when I bought my last house, we, we were, we were, had it checked out and it was about the first thing I always asked was, well, how old's the unit? Because, you know, and when was the home built? Because homes that were built back in, in, in the early two thousands, the units are a lot different than they are now. And it was, kind of on its last leg. So that was a negotiating part for us when we bought the home. But the first thing I did when I took ownership was I replaced the unit mm -hmm. and it just, it just needed, there was no sense of it, you know, taking a chance that we'd be walking around in 115 degrees in the house, especially if you have pets like I do. Yeah. Yeah. The average life on a uh, air conditioner in Arizona, Steve, is about 12 to 15 years. In other parts of the country, people say, I have a 30, 40 year old system. That's because they use heating most of the year and they have gas furnaces. So an air conditioner in Arizona, whether it has gas heat or not, usually lasts about 12 to 15 years. And 15 years is going to be the max if you took care of the unit. So if it got up to maybe 20, 25 and a really old system, most of the time that was a snowbird that didn't really use it during the summertime. So right. yeah, they last a long time in Sun City because they're just not here and that's fine. Um, but I always recommend to everyone, if your system is in that 12 to 15 range and you want to be preempt and replace it, great. That's what I would recommend. But have that 1952 done. We'll come out. We'll look at it. It might be 13 years old and have a couple years left and we'll tell you what's going on. Or we're going to say, hey, you know, Steve, this is pushing 14 years old. The compressor's drawing almost full load amps. So they'd explain to you what that is. The fan motor's losing oil. You're looking at four to $5,000 in repairs. I wouldn't recommend that. I would recommend someone coming out, educating you on different options. And you know what? If they come out and you still decide to replace, uh, repair it, we'll still do that for you, Steve. We want to do what you want to do. We want you to know everything that's going on before you make that decision. Right. So what are the, what are the recommended uh, units that you use? What brand? So two, two top brands in the United States, Steve, Lennox and Train. They're both made and assembled in Texas. And this is the companies that we use for residential, you know, unitary product. Um, when we're looking at, you know, we were talking about mini splits. We do use a couple different brands, whether it's Mitsubishi, Mirage, Daikin, because that's a mini split one like you would use mm -hmm. on one of these, you know, boxcar trailers or whatever. So the, the thing is, is with unitary product for your home, it'd be a Lennox or a Train. 
you know, I mean, they're both, they're both excellent brands. Yes, I mean, Ed, they've been around, uh, just as long as I can remember over a hundred years, Yeah, over a hundred longer than I can remember. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's true. But, uh, I think, um, uh, along the way, uh, some people, one of the other things I think that were, were that I'm sure you probably, I don't know if you still have to deal with this or not, but when, uh, the refrigerant changed from the old stuff to the new stuff. And is that still going on? People, are you still finding old units with old refrigerant that, you know, that you can't get, you can't get the refrigerant anymore. Daily basis, Steve, it's called R22 and they phased it out 20 years ago, but it took a long time for that to actually get implemented. It's about two, two and a half years ago when they said, nope, not making it anymore. So they only have what's on the shelf now at cost, not, you know, not the repair coming out to look at the unit, the diagnostic, all that stuff. Me buying the refrigerant you know, 30 gallon jug of the refrigerant used to cost me, I don't know, 500 bucks. Now that jug of refrigerant is thousands of dollars because they only have so much of it. So when we run into that case, again, Steve, if it's that 15 year marker, especially if it's R22 and it has a leak, I'll quote someone the cost of repairing that nine nine grand in repairs and just, you know, replacing the compressor in the refrigerant, but it's it's not not wanting to do it because refrigerant is gone to where you could still buy it, but in a couple of years, you won't be able to. Yeah. So it's a question. Then it becomes a monetary issue. Well, do I, do I spend it and try and milk it a couple of more years? Or the smart thing to do is let's look at a new, new unit. Do you guys yeah. offer yeah. financing for your customers? Yes, Andy? we do. I'm, I'm glad you asked that. Yeah. 100%. So it's actually funny. I'll talk with my guys and that's one of the objections. Someone will say, Andy, $15,000. That's a lot of money. Like I don't have that. My response is, you know what, Mel? No one has that. 90% of my customers finance. I have 50 different options. Here are some options. What option would work good for you that you can afford monthly and we'll go over different plans? That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's it's exactly right. Because most of the time when you realize that you need a new unit, it's like, it's like when your car breaks down, you're like, oh my God, I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't ready for this. I wasn't prepared for this. Always seems to happen mm-hmm. in the middle of the summer too. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah, right when you need it the most. You and, know, and so. you know, more on financing. We we have promos different times of the year. So in the spring and the fall, we actually have our finance company waive no fee, same as cash, twelve month no interest, no payment. Wow. So a lot of people have the money either tied up in stocks and bonds, and the market's not doing really good right now. Maybe it'll be better in a year. Meaning the fact is is. They might have the money, but they can't write me a check for 15 grand or 20 grand right now. So at the end of the day, we can give them 12 months of nothing, stress-free, brand new system. You pay for it in 12 months. That's great. Which is, at least you have time to plan. Correct. You know, either that or maybe make a killing on a stock. Yeah, that too. Yes, Steve. <laughs> but the thing is, I, I highly recommend against waiting, like you said, middle of summer, let's say July, July 4th weekend, and it's 115 out. You call us to get a technician out especially being a new customer and you've never used us before, I'm sorry to say, Steve, you'll be put on the back burner because I have thousands of maintenance customers that will take care of first. Now, one one benefit we do have, Steve, is if we replace your system today, came out, gave you five quotes and you picked one and we replaced it. Let's say two years from then, the system goes down. It could be not even anything to do with the AC. It could be a thermostat, a fuse, a power outage. The AC goes out. We guarantee we'll be at your door within 24 hours. Well, that's... And that's a lot better than a lot of companies mm-hmm. when they say, oh, my God, well, we'll be out. And, like, I remember somebody's uh, a few years ago, a friend of mine had the unit go out on their house. They didn't get out for three days. Oh, jeez. It was that's, terrible. That's the average. Yeah. Thing. And average. I actually, I had one of those small uh, portable, portable unit coolers that I actually, she called me up. She says, oh, my God. You know, my, and, and she was living with her stepfather. And her stepfather's was elderly and you know he couldn't take the heat and it was was like let me let me go get the cooler i'll bring it over at least we could cool off one room to make it bearable you know and then they came out then you know oh yeah we got to replace it you know then you know then they wind up selling me a whole new unit so we do that actually steve it's funny you brought that up we we do that in the middle of summer we have a couple different options let's say i have a technician at your home and technician finds a bad compressor it's not something you can just drive down to Home Depot and buy. You have to order that compressor a lot of the time in the middle of the summer. It's on back order. It might be an R22 refrigerant. Yeah. You have this whole case to where the fact is we'll recommend to replace the system. Great. Have someone come out and bring options. It's either myself, one of my other comfort advisors. They'll come out, educate the customer. Let's say you say, you know what, Andy? Let's go with that option two, that two stage. That's the one I want. Great, Steve. Bad news is, is this July 4th weekend? 
<laughs> we're two true. weeks out on install. We have a couple choices. One, if it is a compressor and it's not an easy fix, we'll come in and we'll install several portables throughout your house at no charge. We'll put one in your bedroom, your family room, maybe your office. So that week and a half, two weeks will be much less stressful. Um, sure. We also leave Saturdays and Sundays open for emergencies so we can always jump it in. But hey, you know, three, four days without AC is still going to be tough. Oh, yeah. um, so we'll do that. And then, you know, if it's not a cat. Catastrophic. Thank you. If it's not, if it's not a crazy repair, <laughs> um, uh, we'll just make the repair on site and won't charge the customer. So like, let's say a fan motor went out and it was going to be a thousand bucks. I'll do the fan motor that day. I'll have my guy repair it. Won't charge the customer. And then it'll just go towards their system and they won't get charged for it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. obviously the, the, the whole key is to make sure that the customer is, is comfortable and happy, you know, in all aspects. Yes. And I think that's so important, but, uh, but, you know, th thinking about some of the other things too, do you find, do you find a lot of these uh, uh, systems in older homes? Uh, I mean, can you tell that they haven't been tuned up? in a long time yes yes so the screws are frozen i know <laughs> screws are frozen um you open it up oils everywhere indoor coils are dirty filters are disgusting yeah. duct works dirty you can you can find out pretty quick if someone's having their system serviced every couple you know a couple times a year or, you know i got a service last year and then you look at it and you're like yeah right <laughs> yeah right because <laughs> yeah. I, I was i was a service technician for almost 13 years so i definitely have seen it all yeah so i mean you know you know you can't snow a professional that's right. all you can't do. It. The funny one, Steve, is you brought up a memory really funny one we go over all the time. Is when you, when I was a technician, it happens on a daily basis with my guys. You'll walk in to do a service call, or maybe it's not working, and you look up at the grill, and the filter's brand new. All I gotta say is go look at the trash <laughs> because they changed it before you got there. Oh, right? That's hilarious. Right? Uh, it's a, it's a, it, yeah, because you ask. I mean, I a lot of times you go do do remodeling work, you know, in. You know, in the summertime, you've got to have air conditioning, you know, and I, the homeowner understands that sometimes maybe they're not in the home while the remodeling work is done. But at the end, when it's all done, okay, one thing I always made sure is that we changed the filter. Mm -hmm. So when the homeowner went in there, they didn't have to worry about it. They had clogged filter with drywall dust and exactly. everything else going on, which mm -hmm. will clog the filter and it just it, it age it you know, before it's time. That could shut down your AC. It, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It could cause the AC unit to work harder than it should. That's why when they started making all these air filters and they started tightening up the mesh, well, yeah, it'll filter out, filter out all this extra dirt and this and that. And all of a sudden now the unit's working harder to pull the air through the filter. So it's like, it, it, it's, it's called static pressure, Steve. Yeah. And if your static pressure is too high, the system will not operate correctly. You won't get the airflow and it will overheat. Right. Um, you know, a lot of people will put these high end filters in their ceiling. If it's a one inch filter, I don't care how high efficient it is. You need to change it monthly. I don't yeah. care if it says 90 days on the side of the filter. You need to do it monthly. Wow. Um, I recommend people if they don't have allergies, they don't have excessive dust to buy the cheapest filter you can buy at Home Depot, Walmart. You can see right through it. It looks like cotton candy. It's a standard fiberglass filter. Put that in your ceiling. Replace it every month, 30 days. People, I'm going to forget. You know, when you get your power bill in the middle, go change your filter. So every 30 days, right, you're yeah. good to go. That's you'll you'll good. guarantee That's it. That's good advice. And then, and, then, and then on top of that, Steve, if you do have allergies, you do have that kind of stuff, have one of my guys out for the 1952. We can install a filter that will be better for your health, your allergies, and your dust, but won't restrict the airflow. But it's all about the media. So it has to be more than one inch. It has to have five or six inches to have that surface area to where if you took apart that filter and you stretched it out, your one inch filter is only going to go so far. Well, my six inch filter is going to go across the room because the pleats are so big. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's it, sometimes a lot of times, you know, people don't think about the filters. Like we said, when it starts, like when the, the unit goes out and it's all of a sudden starts blowing colder. Like one of the other things I know people have done. Well, what's the first thing they do besides thinking about, oh my God, did it really break? Let, let me turn, let me turn the thermostat down. Maybe it'll kick in and you know, that's surely not going to happen. So if it's, if it's like at 74 and you turn it down to 68, it's not going to get any cooler if it's dead. We, we get those calls every summer, Steve. My thermostat is broke. Okay, yeah, we'll we'll be on our way, Mrs. Jones. <laughs> so who made you the tech, you know? Oh, my God. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk a little plumbing with Andy from Hobica Services. I want everybody to hang tight. And remember, you'll like a Hobica. Don't go away.
Quality of service, punctuality, and accountability. These ideals are what set Extra Mile Painting Company apart from other painting companies. In Arizona since 2015, Extra Mile has been servicing the valley, painting mainly residential and commercial projects. We're committed to bringing value to your paint projects by providing an estimate for you quickly, showing up on time consistently, and completing your project efficiently. By doing these things, our clients win, our workers win, and our company wins. We call this the triple win. Give us a call today for a free paint estimate at 602-521-2662. You can also find us on the web at extramilepaintingaz.com, as well as on Facebook and Yelp. We're Extra Mile Painting Company. If someone asks you to go a mile, go too. All right, we are back, and you're listening to Boxcar Universe right here from the palatious Boxcar Universe studios, and we're here with Andy Hobika from Hobika Services, and uh, we just had a great discussion talking about uh, air conditioning and keeping cool with the coming, uh, you know, it, we're just coming into spring, um, and uh, baseball season starting, so you know spring is here. Spring training's over, so uh, downtown Scottsdale will be a little less crowded because all the people from spring training wind up going to Old Town. I mean, it's just like utter zoo over there. I was over there a couple of times, but spring is here. We want to stay cool, but now the other thing that we want to talk about also that uh, one of Andy's services is plumbing. And I know years ago, years ago, it was either air conditioning or plumbing, but I think Andy, and correct me if I'm wrong, that when the world collapsed around 08 or no 09, all of a sudden I started seeing trucks running around the valley that said air conditioning, heating, and plumbing. Correct. Okay. So, but so you're into doing plumbing. When did Hobika take on the plumbing aspect of the of the business? Well, if I say the wrong date, my uh, father's going to get on me. So All right, let, we'll, let's we'll just give say, you a, a, yeah, let's say five to seven. So five to seven, five, okay. five, five yeah. to seven years ago, uh, we brought we brought on plumbing, and my dad went out and got his plumbing license, Lou Hobika, right? Uh, um, uh, second generation, and um, uh, you know everything I have to thank for everything I have in my life, my dad. So um, yeah, he he brought it on because you know I I'm not going to say my competitors' names on here, but one of them starts with a P. They're huge. A lot of the time they would come into a home for a plumbing inspection and then say, hey, would you like a free AC inspection to make sure the company you're using is doing a good job? And then they take our business. So it happened a lot. Really? And uh, we were tired of it. So, you know, when you want to do all the home services, you just do it. And my dad took charge and we, we did it. You know, well, I mean, it, 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 you know it's, a, it's a slow start, but uh, it blew up real quick. And now I have... I have four full-time plumbers, and then I also have an additional 10 of my HVAC guys that do plumbing as well, so they're multi-trade. So, well, that's really good. Uh, what, what are some of the things? Now, is it, all, is it all residential or residential and commercial? So, we do commercial HVAC, um, not commercial plumbing. So, commercial plumbing is, is a special license, and uh, to be honest, it's for a special company. You're talking about that company that goes out says it's going to take up to eight hours. This is what I charge an hour and I'm going to do the best I can. And I'm, I'm sorry to say, but it's your standard plumber that you see in a movie that just takes his time and does it slowly because it's commercial. So uh, yeah, residential, we, we deal with people in their homes, Steve. Yeah. So that, I mean, that's so important. And it is always something going on with people's, with people's plumbing. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, and I think it's another area that I know that some people take for granted just like they do with the air conditioning. Sometimes <laughs> plumbing could be, you know, they, they just think, oh, well, yeah, it's, it goes down the sink and that's, that's it. They have no clue what happens after that. I mean, and obviously if it gets, if you have plumbing problems and you have plug, I mean, it's, it's, it's really bad. Well, Steve, like we said, when the AC goes out, we can do some temporary repairs. If you're having a party at your house and your plumbing goes out, what do you do? Yeah, it's true. That's true. Now, you know, and we'll, no, no, no more bathroom, <laughs> no more sink, no, no, no more anything. And then um, your party ends pretty quick. No, you know what you do? You, you do what you, you go knock on a neighbor's door. That's what you do. You go <laughs> oh bring 150 door. people God. over to your house. Yeah. yeah, that's great. All right. Talk about now, And here's one important thing that I want to stress to all our listeners. Okay. And, and a lot of times, you know, we talk about this around the holidays, but you, you could don't think you could put everything down your sink. 
it down in and it gets in your plumbing toilet either oh yeah or your toilet you know i could tell you a thing or two about that you know especially especially your 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 little toddlers when they decide to like oh let's take our stuffed animals and we'll just flush them down the toilet but the one thing i want to in fact to be talking it's funny that we're talking about plumbing today i was talking to um one of my uh one of my friends who actually does uh laminate flooring Mm. and he happened to have somebody that he knew was doing tile work in front of him in the bathroom. So all of a sudden he, he, they find out what the guy that, what the tile guy did was when he went to clean all his utensils and everything or tools and everything else and the extra stuff, what do they do? They washed out all their stuff in the sink, mm-hmm. not outside yep. in the sink. And what happened? They got all their tools clean, but <laughs> all the stuff that went in the pipe, got hard yes and then they wondered what happened and guess what they had to do they yes. couldn't rotor it out no. it got hard they spent like eight thousand dollars cutting out plumbing and replacing the plumbing oh, it's wow. it's the same i mean it's that's yeah. that's that's just negligence it's the same thought around that old school joke back in the day when people would put liquid cement in your gas tank and then when you start up your car pretty much go bye-bye. oh yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah right yeah it's right yeah. <laughs> well, you know i live in an old building it's a high-rise but um they're having issues constantly with the plumbing and it's because of the old system you know but all the old piping the yeah. booty wipes are a problem oh my god you know and i mean listen that's that's tough you imagine how many people live in my building and i could assume yeah. there's families that live there too and so I know, you know, kid wipies, you can't flush those, but they're supposed to have the adult stuff that you can, but even the system is, is not able to handle that. What do you do in those situations? Like, do you, is there a product out there that you guys recommend or? Uh, no, uh, it's kind of like, it's kind of like when you go to a restaurant they have to put those signs up that say, no tampons, no baby wipes, no nothing down the toilet except for toilet paper. Wait, you see that everything. in a oh, guy's yeah. restroom? No, no. In, <laughs> no. Like, yeah. So no, it's it's gender neutral bathrooms really? now. Really? Right? Oh, this right? well, so, most oh, yeah. restaurants are. That's now, true. Yeah. If you go to a, if you go to a Starbucks, you go to a Chipotle. You look That's at the true. sign now. There's a right. guy and a girl on each sign. I'm like, okay, well, I got to use either or. You're right. right? You're yeah, right. you're right. Yeah, and then because sometimes in those gender neutral bathrooms, you know, they also have folding tables for kids. Exactly. So as yeah. they should. Right. Yeah. Well, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> These things happen. Steve, some of us still have little kids. Yeah, yes. I know. Yeah, you just had a new baby, right? Yeah. So I have a I have a two month old at home, little Preston, and uh, he's at home with Mama and my full of energy two year old. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. That's yeah, amazing. This is great. Somebody else to, you know, learn the business. There you go. Exactly. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pearl, Pearl's <laughs> holding down the fort at home, and uh, God bless her. She has the hardest job in the world. Uh, people say, man, it's got to be hot in the summertime. You're crawling through attics, and it's the hottest, you know, hardest job I've ever heard of. I'm like, well, it's almost the hardest job. Uh, being a mother of two children at home is much harder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to give her a, a kudos for that. Yeah, I know exactly yeah. what that's like. I've I raised three boys. So. It is. Yeah, women are badass, and uh, my wife, uh, Pearl, is one of them. There you go. <laughs> you Good go. job, Pearl. That's right. That's right. And, you know, it. And this month we are actually uh, highlighting uh, Women's History Month. Yeah, there you so go. So there you go. We'll give her some kudos. Awesome. We have Women's History Month. I love it. There you go. But that's really good. But, again, you know, um, sometimes your plumbing, you, you plumbing needs checks, too. Yeah just like the air conditioning does. If you're thinking that you've had minor problems, it, let's put it this way. If you're paying attention to what goes on in your house. And I think, hey, you know, when you buy a house, sometimes it, I always say some people, they, they have a knack for it because they, they, they're, they, they like dealing and doing and things with their home. They're, you know, they have hobbies. Okay. Other, other homeowners, uh, like I always like my favorite saying homeowner is dangerous with tools. And if they try and do something, and if they try and do plumbing, okay, it could be it could be a real hazard. Uh, one quick thing before we go to break, uh, another another reason why you need to have Andy's crew come out if you are having any plumbing problems. I am sitting at uh, a hockey game for the uh, Arizona Coyotes next to a guy, and he notices that I do home improvement. So we got in between in between the sessions, he's, he's telling me this story 
him and his wife have a two-story house. And uh, he had, they wanted to change the, uh, the, uh, the filters at the end of the spout so that this way, the screens, because they, it, you know, it cakes up with, you know, the calcium and everything from the water. So the guy didn't know what to do and how to take the screen off. Okay. So what he thought he would do, he's that he would just change the faucet out instead of trying to just change the screen. Okay. So what does he go do? He goes under the sink in the vanity, in the bathroom, and this is in the master bedroom. He goes underneath and he starts loosening the lines from the angle stops underneath where this shutoff valve is. Doesn't shut the shutoff valves oh, off. No. He just starts taking the lines off. And then all of a sudden, water's everywhere. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you just can't say, oh, my God, let me screw it back on because the pressure of the water's coming out. So now he panics. He doesn't know what to do. So he runs downstairs outside the house and he can't find the, you know, can't find the, the shutoff shut valve yeah. for, the, for the house. <laughs> now and then he finally finds it and guess what it's another thing that hasn't had anybody come out and service it's frozen so he can't shut the water off and the only way to do it is at the street okay so this is another thing talking about women's history month he's <laughs> screaming like crazy oh my god oh my god what am i gonna do and his water going everywhere the bathroom's getting flooded everything else his wife turns around and runs outside the house and she gets this, I don't know, she had a big pliers or something. He said, pops the lid off the, the this part, the, uh, the box by the street and shuts the water off. Thank God. Okay. Right. So they go back upstairs and everything's full. And then, you know, the worst thing in there, what could, Mel, what could happen? What would be your worst nightmare if you had a flood in you, in, in your bathroom? What would be the, other than damage to what's on the floor, what other things that you use on a regular basis would you be devastated if you had a flood? I mean, all of your products and everything else. Bingo. And, ding, know. ding, ding. The drawers were full of water where all her makeup was in. Oh, it was geez. it was terrible. It well, was especially terrible. with Mel's hair, man. She probably has a couple thousand dollar blow dryer. Wow. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the part two of that is, okay, so they get it all fixed. Okay. Spent like seven, eight thousand dollars having to having to get everything for a lousy couple of bucks screen that would go at the bottom in the thermostat in uh, in the faucet I mean. So <laughs> a few days later after they get everything fixed upstairs, they're sitting downstairs watching TV on the big screen. Okay. All of a sudden exactly all of a sudden he looks up and he sees a drip coming from the ceiling. <laughs> and I'm like, he's like, oh my God, what is that? And then it just starts to drip a little more and it's, it gets faster. And then as you start to leak, it's, it gets worse and worse. All of a sudden, this big chunk of drywall comes down <laughs> from the ceiling all over his couch and everything else. And it, he's like, oh my God, now what happened? Because all the water that they thought they got upstairs was fine, but all the drywall, all the water leaked in between the floors. So the top of the drywall in between the cavity got all wet until finally the water with this trapped up in air just collapsed the drywall. Now he's got another bill down below. Okay. So rule number one, if you don't know what you're doing, call the professional. And it was only a couple of bucks screen for a faucet and he would have had no problem. But again, this is a, this is a plumbing nightmare, you know, which I'm sure there are thousands out there but you've got to make sure you've got to call a professional if you don't know what you're doing call andy <laughs> he'll have his he'll have his service text come out okay when we come back we're going to talk about mel and i's favorite topic wine cellars so don't go away we'll be right back Updating your flooring, shower, or backsplash can be stressful, but when you have the right company involved, that process becomes easier. Reyes Tile is a family-owned and operated business that has served the Valley for over 15 years. They specialize in residential, commercial, and multifamily projects. 
Their main focus is on all types of flooring, backsplash, and showers. Eduardo Coronado, owner of Reyes Tile, can be reached at 602-384-6825 on Instagram at Reyes.TileLLC. Reyes Tile, excellence in flooring. are here and you are listening to Boxcar Universe and uh, one of the things that we want to remind all our listeners before we uh, get into talking about one of the other uh, delightful aspects of services that Andy does and that's dealing with wine cellars but I want to remind everybody who lives in the Phoenix metro area of uh, Earth Day coming April 22nd Mel and I will be down at Earth Day with our model container home how exciting. And it's going to be fun. I mean, so many people have come in and asked us, hey, can we come see a model? Can we come see a model? Well, the model is almost finished. And we're going to, you know, we're going to be posting some uh, information up there as well on the on the website, as well as Facebook and, uh, and Instagram. So if you want to come down on Earth Day and see what's going on, and plus there's going to be a lot of a lot of vendors down there. and At the and, Arizona Science Center. Arizona Science Center, mm-hmm. downtown Phoenix. Um, approximately 7th Street in Washington. So make sure that you you come down. It's going to be great. There's going to be vendors down there. There's going to be everything's going to be talking about green. You get a chance to meet Mel and myself. And, and Andy. Yeah. And I'll be there, be there too. And Andy. And Andy will be there too. So make sure you come down and see us. And uh, again, one of the other things that if you're interested in building a container home and you just want to be able to see what it feels like to walk inside one, Believe me, you will be amazed because once you get inside this 12 by 20, you will, you'll want one in your backyard for an ADU. Really impressive. Absolutely. Or you know, Steve, to start their own podcast in their backyards. You could do that too. You could do, yeah. You could. As a matter of fact, our studio here has one in the back. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, how appropriate. (laughs) A container studio. Or you could even open up a tasting room. And they will need a wine cellar. Oh, <laughs> I like that. That's right. Someone's got an idea. Great for parties. So talking about yes, wine please. cellars. Let's that was a talk great. About this. That was a great segue, Mel. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Tell us about your wine cellar services. Yeah, so we started doing wine cellars a while back, and you know, you do air conditioning, you do refrigeration. So we didn't talk a lot about the commercial refrigeration, but you know, if you own a restaurant. We already do your home. Great. We don't specialize in it, meaning I only have, I have so many technicians. I only have six or seven guys that do it because it's a specialty trait. Usually it's a refrigeration company you call. But we'll come out. We work on ice machines, walk-in coolers, walk-in freezers, reach-ins. We do it all. It's just, it's a very specific thing. So usually you have to call a refrigeration company, but we'll come out and do it. So we'll service a lot of big name restaurants here in the Valley. We'll do all the kitchen equipment, all the stuff on the roof, the unitary for the, you know, for the restaurant, all that stuff. So with, with that being said, um, you know, with mini splits, you know, like the ones where you, you'd use to cool one of these um, containers. Uh, you know, containers. Mm-hmm. Um, same kind of air conditioning condensing unit, okay, made by manufacturers throughout whichever one we go with. We use a lot of Daikin because, you know, the BTUs with Daikin, they don't right. fall off when it gets really hot outside to where your BTU of a two-ton system might fall off when it gets 120. A Daikin is like one of the best at holding that BTU. So we, we use that condenser. And then the indoor portion, we have a four or five different companies depending on what we're going to fit, either whether it's ducted or non-ducted. So kind of like when you have a, you know, air handler sitting on the wall with a mini split, you can do that. Or you can have it ducted if you were talking about one of these, you know, million dollar wine cellars. Like I uh, can't tell you who, but we do a lot of maybe sons slash Cardinal players houses and maybe in their basement, they have a wine cellar the size of your family room. So when, when you walk down it and basically that one, you wouldn't want that big, you know, air handler hanging on the wall, right. ruining the wine cellar. So they actually have ducted wine cellars to where you have a standard air conditioner outside and then it's paired with a special air handler that, can get extremely cold, so you can have those wines in the 50s. Um, and those are ducted, but you can also have duckless, 
Um, we don't actually build the wine cellar. We have different companies like Innovative Wine in Scottsdale. Mm -hmm. They build the wine they, uh, wine cellar. They build the racks. They make it look nice, get a contractor involved. And then we specialize coming in, checking the BTUs, make sure this, you know, the wine room is insulated properly, uh, and then put air conditioning on it. You know, a lot of people will want to build, hey, I'll turn this closet into a wine room. It's not that easy. You have to actually put up a radiant barrier around the room before you put up the drywall. Otherwise, the room with humidity and how cold it gets, it'll actually sweat and you'll create right. condensation. And, you know, two years down the road, maybe you have mold on the, on the, on the other side of all your walls. That's right. So you have, to, you have to do it properly and we make sure it's done properly and then we cool it. And, you know, we have, we have customers that have wine cellars that hold 10,000 bottles. And then we have our standard customer that just wants, you know, bigger than your standard, you know, residential commercial size wine, you know, cabinet or box and they'll build basically you could do a standard one's going to be two or three feet off of the wall and we basically build a, uh, a glass box that's a wine cellar and you walk into the home nice presentation of maybe you're walking in and you see the wine and you can see the room on the other side because it's see-through yes, that, that sounds yeah. pretty cool we actually just finished one at my brother's house off camelback we did uh we did a wine cellar for him and his wife and uh, it came out great and we call those wine walls um, we do a lot of the big wine rooms in Arizona. So if you go to like a golf resort and you see some you know, special wine cabinet, 75% of the time, that's us. Um, we just did a really big project at, um, at a new upcoming hotel that I can't say just because of uh, that, <laughs> but you know, just, just stuff like that to where we do a lot of special stuff. And my dad's younger brother, Michael bike actually runs that division, man, he's smart. So. Oh, that's really great. So what time, what time is you have in the the wine tasting over at uh, your house. <laughs> we want to come over. Mel and I, I want to come by. I, dr I drink wine every night, Steve. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's good for your health. Uh, good for your heart. Yeah. Um, uh, but, you know, I, I don't have a wine cellar at my house, at my current home. Uh, but I'll tell you right now, my next home will have a wine cellar. Yeah. No, so it, it's, 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 a, it's a great thing to have there. And, it, to, and it's so convenient. I mean, not to mention, and if you were a wine connoisseur, you know, you could go out and just, buy whatever kinds that you like make mm -hmm. sure you have it for and if you do a lot of entertaining i know some friends of mine live up in north scottsdale and they have they have like a a two million dollar home it's got levels and everything else it's got a great view of the two that's insane. yeah yeah <laughs> no that's what yeah, that's yeah. at least that's what that's what google said it's <laughs> so true i mean look at my my bestie, you know, Maria, you've met Maria right. several times and you know, they, it's just them, um, you know, her and her husband and, and they had their standard set up, you know, the family room, the, the little dining area. And she decided she's like, nope, I'm going to put the TV in the office area behind double doors. And, you know, when you come over now, it's, she wants to do the, the wine cabinet is out, the dining room table. It's very, it's just for entertaining, which makes sense because she does entertain quite a bit. And I'm like, why not? So we're going to get her some barrel chairs and I'll send you a picture so you can see when it's all done. But oh, I, I told cool. her, I said, I think that's great. I'm like, you're constantly entertaining. And the TV is hardly ever on. It's when you guys are watching it. So why not throw it in the office and, uh, you know. Make sure you bring a Hobika branded wine bottle thermometer to that party. Oh, Steve, Steve, Steve actually received one in his promo bag. Oh, I want right. to know how he rates, and I didn't get one. <laughs> honestly, honestly, Mel, he didn't tell me that you were going to be here today, so that's Steve's fault. Well, I'm oh, his no. co-host. What do you mean? I'm here every week. No. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure Mel has received a wine bottle thermometer. I gave him out uh, maybe two, two, two ten minutes ago at my uh, B&I. Maybe, mm -hmm. maybe. But you know what, Mel? I got one in the truck for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love it. I need to get one of these fancy aerator things. Maria has one that they they got over at that place in Scottsdale, and it like you know trickles down, and then you've got. I mean, it's just this fancy contraption, and yeah. I'm like, yeah. just give it to me right out the bottle. <laughs> so the aerator is really good. So aerator, a couple different things. It does taste the wine, uh, makes the taste of the wine a little bit different, a little bit more smoother, and and I don't know if it's proven, but says that you'll have less of a headache the next day. Really? Yes, okay. Yeah. Well, oh, then maybe I, like I do need to pick yeah. one up. I think that'll uh, be you, good. You, you get them on Amazon for, you know, 50, 60 bucks. They're great. Well, well I have a quick question for you before sure. we go. Sure. If I were to buy a new house or yes. somebody's buying a new house, and I know that they have inspection companies mm -hmm. and such that you can hire to just make sure everything is good. 
But I heard that you guys offer that. And the reason I'm bringing this up, and if you if you can talk a little mm. bit about that, I had a client in the past that, you know, purchased an older home, maybe built in the 50s, uh, lots of them out here, you know, your ranch styles in Phoenix. And uh, they apparently had an inspection, but the inspection wasn't really a complete inspection. And they were planning on doing an addition to their house. Lo and behold, the sewer line uh, from the house to the street was completely like almost caved in. Mm. And it spent, they had to spend a ton, ton. of money um, fixing that because the city doesn't cover it, right? So anything on your property is, is your responsibility. Right. So they had to wait a few years before they could actually afford to do this addition. Um, so tell our listeners a little sure. bit about that. I think it's a uh, brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. I, I appreciate that, Mel. And yeah, it, it is important and not to talk bad about a home inspector, but a home inspector is there to go through pretty much everything. He has a limited amount of time. He can't spend too much time there. He's only getting paid so much money. Uh, if we paid them a little bit more, maybe they would do a better job, but basically they have to look at stuff kind of like the air conditioning. They get a temperature split between the supply and the return. They don't hook up gauges. They don't take off panels. They don't do that kind of stuff. So um, what we do is we actually, we like covering homeowners and don't like that big surprise. You buy this new home, you put a, you know, 20, 20% down payment on it. And then you buy the house and, oh my God, I got to spend what to fix what? That didn't come up in the inspection. Well, we don't really like that. So what we offer um, is we offer a package. I think it's right around 500 bucks. And what we do is we'll come out to the home and we'll check heating, cooling, and the duct system and check everything, make sure it's working perfectly. Plus, part of that 500 is we come out and we check every plumbing appliance. So all the angle stops behind the toilets, the washers, the dryers, your refrigerator. We see if there's any corrosion, there's any any possible leakage or something that's about to happen. Plus, part of that price is we snake the sewer line with a camera. We show you on camera your exact you know condition of your sewer line. And like you were saying, it has happened. I've actually had friends buy homes. They buy this three and a half million dollar home. You put 20% down. That's a lot of freaking money. You put it down and you think, oh, this is great. I'm not going to have to do anything for a while because I passed inspection. Well, next thing you know, you have a $70,000 plumbing job that you got to redo your sewer. Um, I'll tell you right now, I'd be pretty pissed off. And they always say, but I just had that inspection done. Well, your inspector didn't run a snake camera down. It's not part of his job. It would, one, take too long. And I'll tell you right now, those cameras are thousands of dollars. Right. Oh, I have, I have I have plumbers and, you know, all my guys own their own equipment. But what we'll do is we'll buy it as a company and we'll let them make payments on it so they can own them. But, man, one of my plumbers has over $100,000 in equipment that he uses on a daily basis that he had to buy himself that we financed for him. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's it's 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 it could become quite expensive yes. when those things happen. I remember buying my home. That's one of the things that I made sure I had done is have the line snaked and camered to make sure that it was, I didn't want to have any other issues. Mm -hmm. I mean, and that's so important. It's so important. I mean, the, the, the minimum $500, whatever the fee is, I mean, it will save you boatloads in the future. And uh, I really, I think, you know, a lot of, you know, the central Phoenix homes, you know, the Seventh Ave Central right around there, anything like built in, you know, the 50s, the 60s, older than that. Mm -hmm. I mean, 100% that is worth the investment 10 times fold. And yes. I just love that you guys offer that service. That's mm -hmm. really cool. You yeah, know, as you. that's the old saying goes, uh, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. I like that one, Steve. It's, actually, See, it's I thought old... you were going to like say like, you know, supercalifragilistic, <laughs> a spoonful of sugar <laughs> makes the medicine go down. Just kidding. Oh, Andy, it's been fun having yeah, you Yeah, it has been yeah, fun. It's been fun. Tell our listeners a little bit how they could contact sure. you. Yeah, so uh, Andy Hobica, and a little funny thing is I'll try to tell people, is I'm the only Andy Hobica in the United States, so uh, um, I'm not hard to find, and uh very hard to, uh, to hide from the FBI. So um, <laughs> pretty much can't do anything wrong here. I'm the only one. Um, so I'm Andy Hobica everywhere, Facebook, Instagram. Um, uh, then I have my nonprofit one bag at a time. And, you know, uh, you can go to Andy Hobica on Instagram and Facebook, and you'll see a lot of the videos I post. Um, I'm, uh, I don't know what it is. I'm, I'm very motivated to help people and I love helping people. So I post videos two to three times a week and you go and watch those. I love helping people. And one of the things I tell everyone, I like ending it with, um, you never know who you're going to meet. You never know who you're going to come in contact with. So I don't care if you're walking down the street, walking into a store, getting out of your car, you make eye contact with someone, smile and say, hi, how are you? 
You don't understand what you're going to do with that sentence. You don't know if it's that person's, you know, man, that day they woke up and they said, you know what? I don't, I don't want to live on this earth anymore. You might change their mind. You don't understand what one sentence will do to that person. So say hi to everyone, smile, yeah. be positive, be happy and live your best life. Cause you know what? You're here. Andy, real quick, yeah, tell sure. tell us a little about about the one bag at a time. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. So um, real quick, 501c3, one bag at a time. Once a month, we go downtown 12th Avenue in Jefferson, and we feed the homeless. So <gasps> we'll, we'll feed and help out the homeless 500 to 1,000 every single time. Our next event is actually April 16th, 9 a.m., 12th Avenue in Jefferson. We'll create 500 smiles that day, and it's so much fun. And you know what's actually funny? Um, Valerie Tanswell, Tanswell Marketing, just finished my website, uh, one bag at a time.org. And the easiest way to get involved, you can go on there and see what items we need. But now we have a button donate now connected to my one bag at a time uh, PayPal link. I love it. It's fun. There you go. It's a lot of fun. Giving back to the community. It. And uh, it's so important. Tell our listeners, um, the give it, give them your Hobica phone number. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Hobica Services is uh, 602 995 0387, or you can go to hobica.com and you can schedule through there, the chat with us link and get you set up on that. And, uh, I hope everyone has a badass day. <laughs> Andy, thanks so much. It's been you, great Andy. having you here thank with you, us. Steve. And I want to thank all our listeners for listening to Boxcar Universe. We are your source for cutting edge information when it comes to talking about container homes. And don't forget, we're talking about summer now, container pools. So let Mel and I design your dream container home or pool. Don't forget, you could always email us at uh, boxcarliving at gmail.com and steve at boxcaruniverse.com. And uh, you can hear us on most any podcast platform that is out there in the world. And remember, let us containerize your lifestyle. Have a great weekend.